Welcome to Prince Among Queens, featuring your host, Troy Bronstein. In this program, Troy speaks to some of the most talented recording artists in the music business. You'll hear the stories, as well as the stories behind the stories. What's big, what's now, what's next? You'll get the updates right here. Now, here's Troy Bronstein. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Prince Among Queens. I'm your host, Troy Bronstein. If you'd like to email me, you can do so at troy at t-besttalentagency.com. And if you'd like to call in today, you can do so on 866-472-5787. First, I'd like to welcome you to the show. This is my first show of the 15-episode series, so I apologize if we have any technical glitches today, but that's the way it goes with live radio. All right, enough of me talking. We have a very special guest with us today. This person I've known over 40 years. I've worked with over 30 years. She's earned platinum status, gold record sales, has toured around the world. Let's give a warm welcome to the one and only Miss Evelyn Champagne King. Yay! Hi, Troy. <laughs> How are you, Evelyn? I'm good. Oh, the prince among queens. I love, congratulations on your show. Thank you. You're welcome. So your career has, uh, let's start at the very, very beginning. We'll start there. It's a, you were okay. discovered as a cleaning woman. Tell us, a, yes. tell us about that. Well, I got discovered while I lived in Philadelphia. Um, I was, first of all, I was in a local band. A lot of people forget to mention that I was in a local band first, but even before that, I was a, a singer um, at five years old and, you know, we had King Amateur. I had brothers, my siblings. Um, we would all just have Amateur. Our parents would always have Amateur for us. So I always did, wanted to sing. I either wanted to sing, DJ, or dance. So I ended up singing. But I got discovered at the age of 14, going on 15, um, by T-Life, Theodore Life, they call him, uh, in Philadelphia. I was working at Philadelphia International with my mom, my dad, and my sister was taken ill. She couldn't make it at the, at the time. Wanda King, um, who recently had passed on in 2015. Um, but my sister was taken ill that day and I came in filling in for her. And when I filled in, I just was told, you know, you go in, you go out, we do our cleaning. And, uh, you know, I knew I was getting paid. So I was like, okay, no problem. <laughs> that was, you know, a problem. So I'm starting to clean. And while I was in the men's room, I always, my mom always hummed, but I always sang it out. So we expected no one to be there. So I'm singing. And when I was coming out of the bathroom, T-Life was there. Tall, dark, and handsome guy. Me with my raggedy clothes on, just cleaning. And I started vacuuming and just kept singing. So he just asked, was that you? I acted like it wasn't. And I kept on vacuuming, just went on about my business. And then he must have found my mother in the hallway. And he just said, uh, you know, something to her in the effect of, you know, I, is that your daughter or something? I don't know. But he came back around to me and just said, one day I'm going to make you a star, straight out. You know, and I'm like, who are you? You know, I didn't even know, you know, you don't hear that every day. So one day I'm going to make you a star. I went, yeah, right. And kept on vacuuming. And here I am 42 years later. Wow. That's a very interesting story. Yeah, because a lot of times people tell you stuff and it's like, yeah, how untrue is that? Or, 
you know, everybody's got ulterior motives, unfortunately, in the business. So exactly that's the way that it goes. But so your your first project and and hit shame was a project working with T Life, John Fitch, and Robin Cross. How Ruben Ruben, sorry. Ruben Cross, I'm yes. sorry. How was it? How was that whole experience since you were starting out and these are the first people you were working with, basically? It was very interesting, actually, Troy, because I was only 15 years old. And, uh, you know, here I'm presented with a song, Shame, presented by John Fitz and Ruben Cross. T-Life had me, you know, he introduced me to both of them. And they was playing their guitars and, you know, hitting the song up for me and just said, sing it. T-Life just said, sing it down. She can do this. And I just started singing. And these guys, I mean, they were just so into it. It was like just watching funky, you know, the funkiness of them, their groove, their attitude their, you know, positiveness for a young, you know, singer, um, which was myself. And here I'm singing a song that I had no idea of what I was singing, but I was, <laughs> you know, the words, I wasn't paying attention to that. It was just sing the song down. It's a good song. And then here it is. It ended up being a hit. So, it, but working with these guys, it was incredible because you just knowing that someone cares about your craft. I mean, I've been singing a long time so far and I always wanted to do this so it meant a lot to me for them to you know really want to work with me and T-Life believing in me so much and here John Fitch Ruben Cross wrote a hit song with along with uh, T-Life um, producing and here I am and the song is still a hit and still is it's played still a in- hit and love today. And I was fortunate yeah. enough to meet all three of those guys when you were inducted into the Hall of Fame there at Philly. Yes. And um, they sat at our table, which was quite yes. a, a nice experience there. It is. So after this whole tea life, uh, John Fitch and Ruben Cross um, came the whole Kashif experience with you. And, yes. and the hit song Love Come Down and many, many others came out of that. That must have been a whole different experience not not to mention during that time the songs if you look at the titles you have love come down bet you he don't love you i don't know if it's right you know they're all songs that i look at and others i'm sure as they hear they talk about relationships and sex and and these things and here you are 15 16 years old and you're singing these songs that somebody much older would be singing exactly you know, uh, how was that whole experience with Kachif? And then, you know, I know the whole sound changed and the, 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 the synchronizing and all that stuff came in into your right. field at that point with him. And then um, that whole new sound era, as well as you being young and singing these songs that, you know, your your I don't want to say your idols, but people that you worked with, you know, like your Aretha Franklin's and people like that, that should have been singing that type of song back then. That's right. You know, instead of a 15-year-old girl. <laughs> so, it well, to me, it was very strange at the time because, like you're saying, I, I mean, I was just a teenager and a young teenager and still, you know, wanting to be that. But singing songs like that, it, it had no nothing to do with me. I mean, it to me, it was basically where I guess relating to a lot of other people. When you have songs that relate to others, you know, they can relate better and they can... Uh, True. understand the song is good for them to have that has a great beat behind it it was the production was well and at the same time dealing with Kashif, paul lawrence and uh maury brown uh, those three you know worked together but these songs with Kashif was like 
okay, yeah, <laughs> love come down and <laughs> that's you. She don't love you and, and I'm in love. Of, not at the time because my parents, my father wasn't having it, you know, so it wasn't, it wasn't that going on. But at the same time, I did realize that it was the time that was changed. So going from T-Life, you know, the T-Life experience, it was, it was a beginning, you know, I had a couple of, uh, couple of albums. One was, a, I mean, they would claim it'd be a miss, you know, which does happen in the music industry. You know, you have hits and misses, but I just kept going and I kept being presented with, um, from the A&R departments, you know, new producers, new songwriters. So you have to grow and, and follow what's going on at the time. So it felt really good. It was a different kind of vibe. It was, it was fresh, new. And what they wanted to do was make sure that Evelyn sound youthful. So all that came into play in order for me to come out with Love Come Down, I'm In Love, That You, Get Loose. You know, the, it, the list goes on with Kashif and Paul Hines. I noticed that they changed um, your look with each different type of, of song. And then um, I always get a, a, a mental flashback and, and laugh. Um, <laughs> me too. <laughs> because I remember the one, I'm trying to think of which song it is, but you'll know which one it is. But you're in the Carrying the basket with the pink dress and the flower in your hair. And, you know, you're almost kind of like skipping on the beach and you're talking about a relationship. I know. That's <laughs> they, tried, they tried to make you um, appear more mature. You know what I mean? More older, like maybe like you were 18 or 19, you know, in that video instead of, you know, 15. Right. People but at the time, I think I was 17, 18, you know, when I had that out. Um, with uh, Love Come Down, I'm in Love in all of those. But at the same time, those pictures, uh, uh, we, got, we got these pictures where they're showing me with uh, a flower in my head. I mean, to me, the flower was so big. <laughs> it was just certain <laughs> things that was going on with the change of clothing. And I never really had an actual style. They didn't know where to take me because the vocal didn't match the dress to me. You know, right. so it was more of a confusing, a confusion at that time. My parents was always going, well, do y'all know what uh, direction you wanted to go in? Or they really never had a clue. So I just kept going with it. And it was mainly just keep traveling and doing what I do. Yeah, because I noticed on the difference in the in the changes of, of styles and clothes. And then <laughs> that one song where you were like in that space outfit, it was a gold <laughs> space outfit on um, Soul Train. <laughs> <laughs> and had like that was built. supposed to be funky, Troy. That was supposed to be funky at the time. Well, okay. So like I'm saying, <laughs> <laughs> they weren't quite sure where to, you know, place you. But I mean, exactly. you, you pulled it off. You pulled yes. it off. But thank God. Know, to most, it would be kind of like, okay, well, where are we going? Because right. one was so drastic in a different, you know, different direction. Exactly. You didn't really know, you know, which direction you were going in. <laughs> right. And you notice I've never had, it's where you've never seen a complete style that lasts one time. It right. never happened. It was always, okay, let's flip her this way. We're going to bring her either into pop. Um, it was pop, funk, R&B, dance, disco. It was all over the place. Thank God I, I'm versatile vocally to do that. So there true. you go. Very, very true. Very, very true. All right, we got another quick minute here before we go to um, to break. So let me just ask you about when you were growing up, and you mentioned it earlier when you were talking about. I know you guys used to have like something called the the King Amateur Hour, 
Yes. You all got together and performed. What What was that like as a kid? Well, as a kid growing up with my siblings, I mean, you know, five brothers and an elder sister. I mean, you got six brothers and an elder sister. We all just did it, you know, and my parents always wanted people from, we didn't even know who they were, to come and check us out at home, dancing, singing, hitting on bottle tops and cans, trash cans and doing what we do. But it was family. Yeah, well, that's, you know, that's that's the most important. And people would come in the neighborhood and they would come and watch and hang yeah, out. They would, they would open the door to neighbors, you know, and just let them enjoy the King's, you know, amateur hour. Wow. How fun, though. And yeah, just, well, like, we all have talent. That's the good thing. <clears throat> well, that's, that, <laughs> since you guys are talented, that's a bonus, of course. Exactly. And, uh, you know, back then, everybody could just walk in. You know, I remember uh, as a kid, I would just walk into someone's home and you didn't have to worry about, you know, security and all that kind of stuff. So uh-huh, okay, we're going to take a quick break. And I want to remind everybody, if you want to call in and ask Evelyn a question, please do so. The number again is 866-472-5787. What's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter? You can find us at Voice America TRN. In the spirit of Have Couch Will Travel, Dr. Carol Lieberman creates a haven of sanity in an increasingly insane world. Each day we are bombarded with news of events that have never crossed our wildest nightmares. Society is spiraling out of control and everyone is reeling from it. But now there's an answer. The best way to keep sane in this insane world is to tune in to Dr. Carol's Couch on Voice America. Dr. Carol, a certified media psychiatrist, will broadcast live from her Beverly Hills office every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Call or log in and get help with whatever is sending you reeling whenever you need a soothing voice to calm and advise you. That's Dr. Carol's Couch every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all of our show archives on demand. All from your iOS, Amazon Kindle, or Android device. Download it from the Apple App Store, Amazon, or Google Play, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Voice America Network proudly presents the Catherine Zox Show for women, men, children, and families. Catherine magically combines her compassion, experience, and talent to bring listeners a show that's upbeat, informative, and yes, a little sassy. Tune in every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern to the Catherine Zox Show on the Voice America channel. You're listening to Prince Among Queens with Troy Bronstein. To reach the show today, call into 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You can also reach out by email to troy at t-besttalentagency.com. 
Now, back to Prince Among Queens. All right. We're back with our guest, Miss Evelyn Champagne King. And that was a little piece of, of shame that you heard on the way out there uh, yeah. before we went to our break. So um, back to you, Miss Evelyn Champagne King. You, yes. uh, When you started out here and you traveled the world, you um, had your live band and, you know, you did the buses, you did the tours, you did the planes, you did all that. And you also managed to have family members with you in yes. the, in the band, as well as positions uh, of importance while you traveled. How, how was that? Because I know sometimes that gets a little tense, especially when you're family and you're traveling together and then you're working together and yes. it causes people, the jealousies happen, you know, uh, just stupid things get blown out of proportion and, yes. you know, things like that. So how, how was that whole experience? Well, um, at the beginning, it was uh, it was very enlightening because you're like, wow, I could have family member, <laughs> you know, that is talented as well. Because I knew we grew up doing this, you know, mm -hmm. grew up with talent, and we wanted to. I mean, I wanted to give it a shot. You have to give it a shot. There's nothing wrong with trying it if it's going to work. And um, at some point, I had I did have my sister with me. Um, she was also she sang background. That worked for a little while. And then the record company stepped in saying, oh, she's a little too light, you know, for your style. And um, then it was like we had to, you know, get rid of Wanda. And then it was where I had Johnny King come in and Eric, you know, played the Cougars. Johnny played the drums. Um, it, it was it was it was wild. It, you know, I even had my parents, my mom and dad. My mom and dad was managing me, you know, tour manager on the road. Um, it well, was kept, different. That kept you cleaning out of trouble. <laughs> oh, it, oh, it kept me out of trouble for sure. But the main thing was they were, they were keeping an eye on me, watching my back and you got your protectors there. You know, it felt comfortable right. at the same time. We did not, we did not, I have to say none of my, my siblings, we had any kind of arguments. You know, we never had arguments on the road. Right. It wasn't arguments on the road. It was basically, okay, we're going to do this and hopefully it'll keep working. You know. We did it. We did it well. Um, like I said, from the beginning, I had Wanda as my background vocalist. Then I brought her back as, you know, it didn't work well with the singing part for them, you know, but I had her come back and she did my makeup. So it was to have them involved, yes, you know. So she taught me how to basically make sure my eyes wasn't all black, look like a raccoon all the time. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> or me looking brighter than what I am, you know. It was just, it was, it was fun. And it makes you feel very comfortable. You feel protected and you feel safe. Um, sure. My parents, you know, like I said, they, they were very protective and they you feel safe. They made sure nothing was standing in my way, you know, of doing what I was supposed to do. And that was hit the stage, make the fans enjoy you and love you. And, um, you know, they protected my way in the business. Well, speak, speaking of hitting the, hitting the stage and making sure that the fans loved you, there's somebody that's... Uh, calling in here to you and i believe i know who this person is because i remember you did a show for him in alaska for new year's and they gave you fur coats to wear because oh my it God. was so hot so and i took eddie, it off because i was too hot <laughs> that's it eddie are you there like i said eddie Can you Parker, hear me? Well, thank there, you, there eddie. you are there you are eddie's at you here i am there you are Hi, it is me. <laughs> hello evelyn and troy how how's everyone you? oh we're good good we're watching your every move up here. Every one of them. Thank you. 
Yes, you are. We still remember champagne on ice up here. Such a privilege to have you in Alaska. <laughs> we want that to happen again. <laughs> yes, we do. Yes, we do. So, please send yes, my love to Anchorage, to reach please. I definitely do that. Definitely. <laughs> thank you. Great, great. Yeah. Well, good hearing from you, Thank Eddie. you for having me on. Good to hear from you, too. Sure. I'm sure, listening. Sure. This is wonderful. I didn't know you had this program. This is the first show. It just started today. What? Nice. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> keep it going. So we're all we're all in it together here. <laughs> Round one. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Yeah. So, but yeah. Well, the, uh, love you guys. Love keep, you. Thanks love for you calling too. in. Keep, listen, keep listening in. There'll be a different uh, diva on every week. Well, definitely do it. Thank you. All right, Eddie. Talk to you later. Love you. All Bye. right. Bye-bye. Bye. Love you too. Bye. All right. That so was that, sweet. That was nice. Very, very nice. So I, All yeah, the way I, from Anchorage, Alaska. Wow. I, I remember that because that's when you... Um, it was freezing cold outside, and I had um, a flash. Okay, yeah. I'll tell them. I had a, <laughs> yes, fans. Ellen, Ellen had a flash. It's day. what was it? Zero. What, what was the temperature oh out my there? God. It was it was, it was freezing below something. And, and she's okay. Okay. <laughs> and she's wearing a fur coat because it's cold <laughs> as hell out there. And she's on the stage. The wind is blowing. It's freezing cold. Next thing you know, she has a hot flash and. You know, you can see it in her face whenever she has one. It's like, I need air. So she takes this fur coat off in this freezing cold weather and starts dancing on stage <laughs> to cool down because of this hot flash. And the whole audience went, whoa. <laughs> it was like a roar of whoa. Because I'm looking in the audience. They have earmuffs, you know, muffins or everything. Muffins, all gloves, kinds of everything. <laughs> gloves, everything. It was hilarious. But when I heard the oh, and my husband looked over at me like, are you crazy? You know, he had on his fur coat. <laughs> they, he wasn't taking sure, his off. He wasn't taking his off. But they made sure that we had something to keep cool and me performing it. I was performing it for a second. One second, Troy. It was ridiculous. I, I just, I went, okay, this is too hot. I just dropped it. And somebody grabbed it real quick. Of course, you get messed up a nice fur coat. You just. <laughs> right, right. But yeah, I loved it. I enjoyed it. I got to do it again, Troy. That was fun. That was fun. Yeah. Eddie was saying they want to bring you back. So yes. You know, let's see how that goes. Yes. So that was a fun adventure for New Year's Eve in Alaska. Um, yes. But in, in all the travels that you had, what was your, I hate to use the word favorite because people ask me all the time too, well, who's your favorite diva or you uh -huh. know, what's your favorite <laughs> song? And, you know, I don't, for me, I, I, I can't say I have a favorite because number one, you guys are all individual people and I have my own relationship with each and every one of you that is exactly. different. So exactly. there's not a favorite on that. And as far as the songs, you know, I like everybody's songs and the different styles of music and, and all that kind of stuff. But right. is, is there a favorite city that you traveled to um, that, you know, is memorable for you instead of maybe being your favorite one that's just most memorable. I mean, I know there's many in many countries and all that. It is. Is there, do you have, like, if someone says to you, what was your favorite city that you ever traveled to? What, what would you say? Well, recently I had been asked that question and I had to make sure that um, I go back to a route. And that was the route of uh, when I first traveled to, well, when I was in New York City and I did New York, um, I did, well, was it the forum? What is the forum? I forgot what the forum is, but uh, that and the, uh, something city garden state no 
I Madison Square Garden. Madison Square Garden. Thank you. That's New York. That, yes. Yes. Just think of that. I mean, you're in New York. You're home. I'm from the Bronx. So, you know, you're happy to be home and get the humbling response. I'm telling you at that time, that was when I felt like I was like Michael Jackson. <laughs> I'll put it like that. <laughs> well, you were. Put it really? Like I mean, you were. At that pretty time, much. it was like a Michael Jackson. It's that Michael Jackson moment where you have people just completely in awe of you. And uh, I mean, I mean, they were twisting my wigs around. I had to wear wigs and the wigs were twisted because they would grab my wig. I had to fix it. <laughs> but <laughs> all kinds of things, pulling on your clothes, stealing your clothes from backstage. Even, right. at, even at that time, I had that, you know, go on. That happened at Gardens, uh, Madison Square Garden. Um, you know, taking one of my clothing and it, it just, but it was memorable and fun because it was my first moment. It was the first time of getting that kind of reaction. That reaction, that fame, that, you know, that, uh, you know, saying, hey, she's in lights. That was my most memorable. And, you know, I cannot say favorites, but I have memorable moments of others. And it's, it's, oh, my God, it's so many. It's so many. Would you like to hear some? I know one of my, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you, I'll I'll tell you one of mine that. um, Yes you know, is memorable just because, it, I mean, the hair on my arms was standing up. I had goosebumps. I was so uh-huh. happy and excited for you. I almost, you know, I know we're on radio, but, you know, I almost wet myself because it was just, <laughs> I was so, so excited. And the crowd member in Las Vegas would not let you off the stage. Yes. And all the other performers, you know, were, were up there performing with their bands and you came up there and just did it to track because we didn't like the band. But right. uh <laughs> You performed with track and tore it up. And the audience just kept screaming your name and screaming your name and just chanting. And they wanted an encore, And they wanted an encore. And then they wanted another one. And it's not that kind of show because there's other artists on there. But I remember them, they would not, they would not sit down and be quiet. They just kept going, kept going. And that was where I was like, wow, they, you know, that's an impact on people. Um, for me, it that, is. that was, you know, the first time it's happened many a time since, but I mean, that was the first time like that. I was just it, like, it wow. gets to me. It gets to me. And you see me. I, I can see how it gets to you. It got to me that night got to yeah. me. It, it, it gets me to tear up. It makes me very proud of what I do, but, uh, it's something that, you know, I need a lot of the up and coming artists to understand that, you know, you don't take it like you have this big ego and you forget where you come from. I don't forget that. You know, and um, I, I just know that I go up there and give my all. I try to make sure that that's what they go home and remember that we had a great show. It was worth the money or it was worth my time. And I always want to make sure that happens. Right. Right. Well, hey, you know, you give it your all when you're up there. That's for sure. That's for oh, sure. yeah. So, yeah, I'm feeling it. <laughs> now, <laughs> so as far as now the cities, what? What was your most memorable show that you did? Would you still say, would you tie Madison Square Garden all up in that? Well, that would be one. And then uh, the memorable show, oh God, I was in the UK. Mm -hmm. In the UK, I did, oh my God. And even recent when I did the UK at Jazz uh, Cafe. The two shows I had to do. Right. And uh, oh my God, and then they wanted me back. We couldn't go, of course, COVID. But but three, yeah, they booked you this year for three days. Three, three. Yeah. But I did two performances at Jazz Cafe in uh, London, 
And I'm telling you, the crowd, it's, 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 that's who gives you your oomph up on that stage. I have to say, I've never been nervous, never been nervous to hit the stage, but there, and uh, I can honestly say, I have to go back to Boston when I first started because it was me and uh, the village people. It was me, the village people. This was my first trial and error too. It was more of, okay, Evelyn's just starting out. And she's getting up here and it was a, a, it was a practice. We was doing a practice for our, you know, a sound check. We was all doing a sound check. I got a standing ovation on the sound check. So I was like, <laughs> what are they doing? I, I didn't get it, you know, but I'll never forget that. And it was at Jason's, Jason's in Boston. And that's the place that really made sure shame is on the map. Really? Wow. Yes. I'll never forget that. But like I have, I have my my gay fans, my LGBT gay fans. I have gay fans, LGBT. I have everybody out there that respects good music, good production. And I can appreciate that. And they're the ones that made sure that shame is on the mat. Well, you know, that's that's an an important factor because, you know, um, back then it was music. It was exactly. quality. It was quality music and, and lyrics where, right. you know, I'm not putting anybody down today because I still like today's music, but right. uh, Me too. A, a lot of it is, you know, it's, it's more manufactured and it's, it's, you know, the voices are synthesized because some people can't sing and, you know, right. yeah, you know, it's just, it's, it's a whole different game back then, you know, as you guys call it old school, uh-huh. um, you know, everything was real. Um, the right. instruments were real. The people were real. Uh, the vocals were real. There was nothing that was, you know, added. Uh, Synchronized or anything. To cheat. Yeah. yeah, there was no cheating. I mean, he's right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Or, you know, even a performance. I mean, t- today is different to me watching. Um, even watching a performance, you got them where they're lip syncing. I'm like, you know right. what? Because they can't, exactly. they can't sing. Exactly. And, and if, you, if you recall, Troy, you was on a gig. And I had told you that <laughs> is it is it time to go yet? No, no, um, no. Somebody had mentioned that they thought I was lip syncing. I was so mad. You know, I said no. It's just that I'm if I sound just as good as I did back then. Thank you very much. That's no, right. no, I don't need to lip sync. You, you sound know, better. I'm proud. You sound um, better actually. You sound better actually. Right, but if you're gonna say I'm lip syncing while I'm doing that show. Yeah, no. So you're standing there watching, and you're going to say that I'm listening. <laughs> it was all over the internet for a minute. I couldn't believe what I heard. I was very nice and let them know, no, I don't need to lip sync. Right. God gave me my gift. And like I said, if you can be versatile and be real with the people out there, they're paying our way. Right. You know, so do what you do best. I mean, if you're just going to be out of breath, there you that's, go. That's all you can do <laughs> because, um, well, what, one of your sisters that's going to be coming on in, in October, Robin S., we were on yes. tour and um, she ended up having um, an asthma flare up and um, we actually had to cancel two shows wow. because she couldn't lip sync. Robin just couldn't lip sync. She's it's like, I've her. never, I've never lip synced in my it's life. It's not her. Right. And to follow sing. the, to play the record and to sing over it. I don't even know what it is because when you guys perform live, you're, it's a little different. You know, right. you, you, the, the, the music is somewhat the same, but you know, you might hold notes a little bit longer and stuff right. like that. And it, you know, if you're going to be lip syncing, you're going to lip sync it the way that you perform it. And then your mouth's open and you know, there's no vocals going on, you know, so that's right. <laughs> 
So it was it, like, it right. she's like, no, no, no. Hi, no. Robin. <laughs> she's like, no, 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 Give no, my no. shout out to Robin now. <laughs> we have to, can- we have to cancel. Cause I can't, I, you know, she's just, I can't do it, you know? Yeah. And so that's, you know, what we did. And then of course she'd go back that. and make it up, but. I don't blame her. Um, all right. But so you don't want to also mess up a voice by not canceling. Well, that's true. It, it would have got that's, worse. That's true. Yes. Yeah. So, and then speaking of that, um, in the midst of the, the favorite city, favorite show, what about a favorite song? Oh, that's one that not you would fair. enjoy the most singing, maybe, or that's not fair. One that um, <laughs> I know because. <laughs> Because I have none. I love singing. I just recently did that too in another interview. I had made sure I mentioned that. That was a good question. Um, but I could tell you, this is now from more experience Experience of saying, if, if you sang all those songs in that studio and you know that that is you and that's the way you feel happy singing all of those songs while you're performing, even more than I haven't even done yet and I would like to do on stage um, from my from my previous, you know, from all of my records and stuff. I, I can say that I love singing all of the songs that I sing. Every single one. Every single one. Well, that's good. Because it is me. It's my vocal. I'm proud of what I did in the studio. I was proud of what I was given. We had, uh, I had to respect the fact that we had musicians back then that played real music. Right. We had background vocalists that sang with, with what God gave them, a good vocal. And that helped you. All of these things you keep in perspective and you can get up there and do what you do as the front, you know, artist, then you respect everything you've done. I cannot say that I didn't like any of the songs that I've ever recorded because there's a lot of them I still want to do and I haven't done yet. What, record, record them or perform them? perform them. So I've already talked to my music director, which is my husband, Freddie Fox. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to make sure that, you know, we get a chance to try and reincorporate, you know, the update the sound on it or do some things with them and and do these songs because people request songs that I haven't even performed live yet. Every time I do a show. So that means if they're good to them, it's got to be good for me to sing it again. That's true. That's very, very true. So, and speaking of your husband, you you uh, are happily married now, and um, yes. married a musician, a musician yourself. Yes. And um, I understand he's got a um, is it a number one on the jazz chart or top ten on the jazz chart? It's a uh, top oh, ten. Too tough. It's moving up. It's moving up the charts. It's the second week, and it's moving up on the charts. Uh, top it off. Yeah, too tough. Too tough is the song uh-huh. that is out. Uh, the the new single. Um, I'm so proud. FreddieFox.com. Uh, Check him out, everyone. Um, <laughs> but yes, he has been. He has been a godsend. He's also my musical director, as you know. He's also my best friend. I mean, he's 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 been with me for it'll be 30 years, December 3rd. I am very proud of him. So check him out. Okay. Yeah, very good. On the billboard charts, that's right. And he's on Sirius Satellite. Yeah! (laughs) Well, it's good that I can see there's no competition in the household. So, you know, it's not like you're on the charts, I'm on the charts, you're on the charts. Exactly. But but I have to say, he keeps me on my toes because he has to keep me informed that people still love me. It's not that I don't know. It's just that I don't walk around with an ego or a chip on my shoulder. But he wants me to realize that, look, you're still loved. 
after 40 something years. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, I've seen that, you know, with, with, yeah. with people, you know, in general. And I'm like, you know, I'll tell you, we'll go out somewhere and you'll say, I need a baseball cap and I need sunglasses. And I'm like, no one's going to recognize who you are. Come on, let's and just yes, go. They do. And you go, yes, they will. Yes, they will. And they still do with the baseball yeah. cap and yeah. the sunglasses and stuff <laughs> like that. They still stop. And, and, uh, well, you know, I mean, you got to realize. And, Sometimes we're trying to have fun too. They got to realize we're people too. Well, that's, just, yeah. You know, we got to enjoy ourselves sometimes. Well, yeah, you have to, you have to, yes. you know, but um, they also have to realize sometimes too, there's a time and a place because sometimes that's they right. come up and it's not the right time. And Don't bother me when I'm having my seafood, my crab, crab legs <laughs> do not mess with me. <laughs> yeah. If you see Evelyn in a restaurant and she's eating, especially if it's crab legs, don't come up and say, can I have your autograph or Evelyn, I love you or any of that kind of stuff. Cause she's not going to pay attention to nothing, but them crab legs. <laughs> That's oh, thank you, Troy. So, all right. Well, if you, anybody else out there has any questions, please, please, please call in. I'm sure Evelyn would love to talk to you or answer your yes. questions. Again, the number is 866-472-5787. And we're going to go for a quick commercial break again. And I think on the way out this time, you're going to hear a piece of uh, Love Come Down, which was part yeah. of the whole Kashif experience. Round two. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you ready for a broad look at everything to do with the world of sports? If so, tune in to the Mike Abadir Show. It's a unique perspective to the connections between sports and business. Host Mike Abadir has negotiated numerous deals in the NFL. Along with co-host Gino Bacola, Mike will bring his expertise, discussion, and some terrific guests to the airwaves. Listen live for the Mike Abadir Show every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Follow the Voice America Variety Channel on Twitter. Our hosts always have something to say, and we know that you do too. We tweet on today's hot topics, and you're welcome to follow us. Speak up and join in at Voice AM Variety. That's at Voice AM Variety. 
listening to Prince Among Queens with Troy Bronstein. To reach the show today, call into 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You can also reach out by email to Troy at t-besttalentagency.com. Now, back to Prince Among Queens. All right. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, so, Evelyn. Yes? One of the nicknames that you have, uh, I'm going to say, been given uh, mm-hmm. along the way, or um, I'm not sure if it was your mother uh, that, that came across it or not, but um, is Bubbles. Yes. And I know that, well, I'll let you tell the story. How did that whole thing come about? Because it had to do with the labeling and your branding, didn't it? Yeah. Like Evelyn Champagne King. They were thinking of like bubbles, but that's like a stripper or something. Tell that story. No, no, <laughs> no, no. You got it actually a little backwards. <laughs> Champagne wasn't even thought of yet. Um, but uh, bubbles is my nickname. It's my family nickname. And it came from my mom gave it to me when I was a baby. She said, I blew a lot of spit bubbles. So <laughs> spit bubbles and bubbles just worked for her and the family. So my mom gave me that name. And when I became in the entertainment business, you know, when I became a singer, she just, uh, they needed to know what to do because they had Evelyn King at first. Right. And it sounded grown up to me anyway, Evelyn King, but it wasn't flashy enough to them. So the record company was trying to figure out what to do. So it was T Life, my mom and my dad. My mom and my dad and T-Life got together and champagne, you know, because bubbles and champagne match, you know, together. Um, I didn't want the bubbles in there because (laughs) I felt like, hey, excuse me, I'm no stripper now. You know, that was my whole (laughs) attitude. Like, I am not a stripper. Do not put bubbles in the middle of my name. It did not work because I wasn't taking my clothes off for no one. And uh, (laughs) it just wasn't happening. So... The, cha- the bubbly part, you know, with the champagne, it just rang. You know, at the time, there was a group champagne. So people were getting it confused, you know, when, when champagne was on the road with my tour bus and everything. They even had, you know, they was trying to figure out how we're going to do this with the, the bus, the tour bus I had with Evelyn Champagne King on it. But it had champagne, but they had to spell it right. You know, <laughs> it was crazy because I would have gotten in trouble. Yeah, right, but let's, that's how the name came about. So the champagne cool. is still there. Hold that thought. Let's get back to that thought because we have another another caller on hold, and um, this way he can okay. talk to you, say hi, and ask his question. Victor, are you there? Hello, Victor. Evelyn, how are you? Hello, you? how are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I just wanted to tell you that um, uh, you you were talking about your L- LGBT. Uh, followers and I wanted to let you know that um, that when I was when I was younger and and love come down came out um, you were always so- someone that made sense to me oh, thank um, you. and 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 that and it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't the song it was actually your voice and you being so genuine and generous in your performance so now I'm a service connected disabled veteran and um, oh, wow thank you. and I uh, yeah, and I and I and I look back on on your music, and on who you are when when I need things to make sense. I have PTSD, so yeah. 
Uh, thank you for your service, first of all. Victor, where are you from? I actually, um, I'm a first-generation Mexican kid. I was born, I grew up in Compton, and then um, oh, wow. in Santa Barbara, and then I and then I served. Yeah, yeah. But um, you know, I I would um, have that, especially that song on repeat, and just harmonize with it, and it just made me feel comfortable, and it made things make sense for me. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate nice. your love and support. Well, Th thank you, too. Take thank you, Victor. Thank Thanks you. for calling. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Stay safe. Well, that was nice. Yeah. Oh, that, that was touching. You know? Yeah. It was good. Yeah, well, you get, I'm sure you, well, I, I know for a fact you get those yes. type of things all the time. And, you know, where people will come up and say, you know, oh, well, so-and-so saved my friend's life. And they tell Yes, me, they'll share stories. You know, the, the whole story and, and, you know, your song brought them back into the light, took them out uh -huh. of the darkness and, you know, saved them basically. And I always like hearing stories like that because I just think it's, it's, it's uplifting. It's, it's important. And, you know, the, the whole thing about music, you know, is to make you feel good. And that's right. And, you know, tell a story and, and to, you know, have someone, you know, adapt to it. And, and right. you know, they're going to feel, everyone's going to feel what they feel on their own anyways. And it might be totally completely opposite of right. what, you know, of what you're thinking when you're singing That's the right. song. That's you know? right. But it still has an important meaning to them and they still relate to it and get excited. And, it's, right. you know, it's very uplifting to them. And, you know, that to me, that's the most important part where I see the audience, because when you're on stage and the other artists are on stage, I'm looking at the audience and, and right. looking at, at their reaction. And, you know, that kind of gives me my goosebumps watching them appreciate, you know, what, uh, what you're what you're singing about and and what you're you know relating it to but uh -huh. i always find that interesting that everybody's you know you can have one song and it means you know 50 different meanings but you know they say as long as it just touches one that's I mean? right that's right one and then you've done you know you've done your job as a, as an artist right you know, relaying well that. i've had i've had uh, a story that i could you know share with you real quick it was a it was a young lady that had cancer and um, it was it messed me up big time. Well, I had plenty of those where I had talked to young ladies or or even someone older, elderly, you know, letting me know about their their breast cancer survivors. And they, you know, uh, I've worked for things like that and charities and things like that. Um, but to come backstage and to really, really hit home in my heart was uh, the girl had said, you know, her mom had breast cancer and she passed away. But before she left, she knew that she was going to go and see one of my performances, her daughter. And her daughter had breast cancer as well. And hers I was think I remember four. that. I think I, I told that. you one of the, oh, it's, uh, well, it's several stories, you know, we have with all of them. We've, we even met, we did a show and it was breast cancer uh, survivors. Remember mm -hmm. that show? But this one was right backstage. It was, it was, it was really touching because she actually had me crying with her. Um, and it was, she said that she went back in for radiation, you know, and she ended up being cancer free once she went back after the, one of the performances she seen me at. And I had uplifted her spirits and I had, and I'm like, you know, I mean, you hear someone saying that it's like, okay, it's like touching someone to make them come back to life, you know, with a, with a happiness or a faith, 
And it felt really, really good to me. When she came back from that show, she had said that she had, you know, been cleared of cancer, breast wow. cancer. And um, I'll never forget that. And I was backstage and we were crying so much. But there's so many stories, Troy, that you know of and I know, yeah. you know, that I could share over and over again. A million. Being in the business 42 years, I, there's so many. But I mean, I've had them from that. You know, you get the sad ones. You get the ones that are um, where they're telling me, you know, I got married on your song or I got divorced <laughs> on your song. And I'm like, well, I didn't do that part. You know, <laughs> if you got married, that was a good thing. <laughs> or like some, like Wendy Williams told you her oh, experience. Oh, like, yes. oh, well, yes, she said something too. I forgot what she said. She said to love come down. She says she, she remembers oh, she, lost she lost her, her virginity. She lost her. Yes, she did say that. Yes, yeah, she, did. she was in the car in the parking <laughs> and lot. And my mouth went open when she said that. <laughs> we had this interview. Yeah, I had an interview with her. Right. And when she said that, I was like, oh. God, you know, like that <laughs> right in front of me. No, right in camera. I'm like, okay. But I mean, everybody has a story to tell. You know, I mean, I I know, like uh, let me see. They had their first experience. Right. Um, you know, being with someone or <laughs> they they um they either lost their virginity, they had a divorce, they got they, you know, they got married, or they came out of the closet. I've had a lot of them and they were always, right. they would tell me real quick, you know, girl, you know, if I could have your pumps, you know, and I'm like, no, you can't have my pumps, but you can tell me your story. You know, <laughs> tell me your story, girl. They'll let me know for sure. But I'm like, everyone has something to share and it's relatable to you and what you brought to them. And like I said, it's not just me. I'm the vocalist. I brought them the vocal, but you got the production, the musicians and the background vocalists and the producers and the songwriters. So I thank all of them for contributing and making sure that Evelyn's still on the map. Very good. How's that? Very good. Thank you. All right. One last question for you. It's, yeah. co it's COVID time right now. What, uh, are you, yes. what are you, Yeah, which we all, you know, <laughs> but uh, what are you doing during this time to keep yourself sane? I'm going to use the word sane because not being able to go out on the road, not being able to go travel, perform. Or go out you know, or go out. I mean, you know, it's driving people crazy, but what is it that you're doing to keep the time, you know, passing by without you going absolutely nuts? Um, the, well, the fun is fun sometimes, but I've been cooking. <laughs> right. I'm learning new things, ways of cooking. I'm, I'm being more of the housewife that my mother, you know, instilled in me. Um, I'm being the wife. Um, I'm being the mommy to my doggie. I'm enjoying some time really to reflect on Evelyn because I, I, I did need a break. I mean, I did need some time. Sadly to say that a lot of us that did need a break, we didn't want it with COVID, you know, right, but right. Um, trying to stay safe, wearing my mask, making sure that the mask is mandatory. When we go to the market, you go to the market or you just go to get to pick up meds or whatever things you need. That's what you do. And then you come home and, you know, sharing my time with my husband and, you know, we're trying to get ready to uh, work on some kind of music together and do some things just to keep ourselves going. He's been practicing a lot. I've been trying to make sure that I just stay focused mm -hmm. because I got to take care of me in order to get back out there on the road. So, yeah, because remember those days when you used to say, Troy, can I have a weekend off? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but this time, so yeah, it's kind of like, you know, practice what you, you know, don't, don't, don't practice wish what, what, you what, preach. what they say is um, careful what you wish for. <laughs> careful what you wish for. 
Yes. I you mean, know? but at the same time, we got to make sure that we're staying diligent of what's going on. You just can't sit up and say everything's okay. It's not. We got too many people out there dying and too many people getting ill from COVID. Every time we turn around, I'm saying my condolences to someone from the music industry. And it's yeah, pretty sad. I just saw The Rock and his whole family. Were, his whole family um, has. Tested positive, you know, yeah. He said they're doing fine now. But, you know, I mean, it's it, you never know who, who it's going to hit. So you got to listen, pay attention. I know everyone who want to have a good time celebrating, you know, for the Labor Day holiday, you know, weekend. But please be careful. Wear your mask. It, I mean, have your fun in your own backyard. I'm sure you can set up some kind of... I've seen it on TV where they had something set up in their room like they wanted to go to Puerto Rico or Mexico. Set up your room looking like Mexico or set up their... Go on vacation awesome. in, in your backyard. Yeah, but set it in your backyard. I'm, I told my husband, <laughs> we're going to do that, Joy. That should be fun. But I, I really fun. pray for everyone. I'm just saying my prayers for everyone. Yeah. Okay. Well... It looks like our time is just about up here and uh, no. I've enjoyed this last hour and I would love to thank my guest, Evelyn Champagne King. And thank you out there for listening. Hope you guys thank enjoyed you. the show as well. Next week, we're going to have multi-platinum recording artist, Miss Crystal Waters on the show. Uh, my name is Troy Bronstein. Again, thanks for listening to Prince Among Queens. And hopefully we'll see everybody, not see, but we'll hear everybody again <laughs> next week. Thanks again, Evelyn. Love you. Thank you, Troy. Congrats again. Thank you for listening to Prince Among Queens. Be sure to join host Troy Bronstein for another great episode next Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until then, enjoy your week. 